This is James Flippin, and I'm so excited to get into our program here today. You know, it's it's always uh, a, a cliche beginning, in a way, for Flippin' Out Radio to talk about, oh, we want to do more episodes, we need to get more consistent, we need <laughs> to do this, we need to do that, we need to... So I'm here in studio with Evan Petraka, my trusty co-host, and his lovely girlfriend, Princess Jada... And it's great to have them back. It's great to spend some time with them again. You know, it's always uh, kind of a bit of a production, pulling it all together. You know, the microphones and the cameras and the whole thing. And as we've learned, even just kind of getting together in person is a thing. It is. And it's a struggle sometimes to kind of make schedules match up and all that kind of thing. But I have to say, and we've talked about it before on the show, that I have some clear deficiencies when it comes to communication, uh, the ease with which I am communicated with, my tendency to not respond to text messages after a while, like that type of thing. So I promised that at the start of the show, (laughs) at the onset of the program, (coughs) I I would give the stage over to Evan and his lovely girlfriend, Jada, who, by the way, is off camera right now, but we're going to make a quick adjustment in a second. Good. We better. And allow for her to be seen on camera as well. Now, I have my coffee. Good. I'm seated a bit of a distance away from Evan right now. Very disappointing, by the way. But that way, I feel you can feel uh, a lack of any physical encumbrance. <laughs> when it comes to, like, how you really want to say, whatever you want to say, how you really feel about you know, my lack of communication and my deficiencies in this area. So I'll That's go ahead right. and I'll move the camera here slightly. Wow. I can't believe that pr- previous angle production. was picking me up. That's amazing. Look at this production. So, Jada, welcome in. Thank you. Well, uh, welcome to the studio. Thank Great you to have you. Me. Great to have you as always. And uh, allow me to just apologize at the onset <laughs> for my poor communication, my um, lack of responsiveness, and I hope you know that it is not reflective on my feeling towards you guys. Of course not. Or my enjoyment therein of (laughs) spending time with you. That being said, I hand the floor over to you. You are a gentleman. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us today. Uh, It's truly an honor to be here with James, who, by the way, has a beautiful new haircut, if you've noticed this on camera. Yeah, it's very short. He's buzzed it down. He's sort of on his way to, what did you call it? The What was the, well, the very so this exciting? Is, this is the buzz before the bit. Buzz before the bit. Because eventually I will go pure blade shave. You look you know beautiful. I, mean? like yeah. I will go pure down to skin. But you look good. Thank right. you. But it's at some good. point. But at this time, I'm not quite ready to uh, go there. It's a big leap. 
Um, we all know James is wonderful. He's a talented man. He's a fun man. He's a great lover. I would assume, looking at how happy Chris is every time I come over. Um, he's a great man. He's a great man in so many ways. Uh, one area where he admittedly, you know, isn't the greatest is in communication. And some of our listeners know that. Of course, Blondie in particular, uh, who has been waiting Christmas after Christmas for his oh, uh, flipping out radio mug. But oh, with no. that said, let's just, again, James said it's not personal. I know that. I love this man. I don't hesitate at any moment to talk about how much I love the man. I really do. I always, always will love this man. And this is not a man that has any malice. I mean, this is a man, when I wish him a happy birthday, he responds two weeks later. <laughs> responds two weeks later. Oh, God. So, but here's the thing with James. I just... Go ahead. No, please. Okay, I just at times I feel like maybe I should interject. Yeah, why not? This is a free... And provide some sort of rebuttal, response, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Um, in my defense, or at least to perhaps put you on a different level, if that oh. makes any sense. Sure. There are people for whom I've received birthday text messages that I have not responded yeah. to <laughs> at all. And the reason for that is I love that it. it's gotten so far past the point where yeah. I could possibly respond <laughs> that I just can't. <laughs> now, That's great. For example, uh, one of the guys I love, uh, Dave LaGreca, okay. who is a radio um, mentor of mine. His brother, Don LaGreca, is a ESPN radio host, his Ranger guy. Dave hosts his wrestling show. And he's going to be having an event coming up in New York City. So he messaged me and he said, hey, uh, we're selling tickets for this thing at Webster Hall. It would mean a lot to me. And I knew it was like copy and pasted to like any number of people, but yeah. I was honored to be included. Yeah. Now, the last message that I'd had with him in any way was when he'd sent me a happy birthday message. <laughs> so I can't tell you how sort of relieved I was to have something new to respond to. That's great. That I immediately said, can't wait. I'll see you there. And Chris and I are going. We got tickets. Oh, that's and great. We're going to Webster Hall ourselves are you for really? an MXPX concert. This is next month. Oh, cool. Uh, but Webster yeah, Hall is great. This is in February that we're going. Oh, that's fall. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Like the 10th or something like that? We're going the day before. We're going the 9th. Oh, we're going. Oh, cool. oh wow. Yeah. How about that? That's interesting. You know, very strange. Anytime we go to New York City, you never yeah. quite know if there's going to be some yeah. crossover. So anyway, Dude, you got to go to Artichoke Pizza too, which is just down the road. It's like a seven-minute walk. We're going to yeah. go after the show. I went there many years ago. I don't think Chris has ever been, so that's a really good oh, idea. Dude, and they're open until five a.m., so you can go before or after the event. Very good idea. Yeah. And actually, let me tease something. Since you mentioned Artichoke Pizza, the person that introduced me to that was Artie Lang. Oh, uh, you know, of course, of, of Howard Stern, Stern fame. Show of course, fame, and when I worked on his show and all that kind of thing, he introduced me to it. And um, later in the show, I want to get into Chris and I have been rewatching. For me, it's a rewatch. For him, it's the first time watching The Sopranos. Of course. Mm -hmm. So I I set aside an article that has some Sopranos slang, and I was curious if our resident Italian ever uses any of these. Well, I'm glad I don't. It doesn't sound like I have to have watched the show to be able to participate in this, no. which is good. So no. I'll be able some to. Some of them are food based, some of them okay. are about people, some of them are about. But you okay. know, like your father's side of the family, and it actually connects to your mom. Your mom reached out to me via Facebook message. Oh. And I'm going to mention that okay. as well. So we've got a lot of stuff to get into. And unfortunately, we don't have all day either. It's just yeah. a shame. So much to pack in. I'm yeah, my, sorry, are we bothering you? My brother, is, my brother is calling me. There's a part of me that just wants to answer this right now. Well, it's going to stump you. Would he be uh, pissed? I'm just going to answer him. And I'm going to answer it and tell him that we'll, we're, we'll have to get back to him. Hey, John. 
Hey, what's going on? I'm actually doing a podcast right now. Can I call you back? Uh, yeah, you're back already from the shore? Yeah. It's a high-end production we have going on uh, here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, uh, I guess I better go since I'm doing this podcast. But uh, <laughs> thanks. I'll talk to you soon, okay? Later. What you folks in the listening audience, did they hear what he said or just what I you think? I think so. Oh, what yeah. you folks um, don't know is that James strategically had his brother call so that everyone <laughs> would get bored and log off of the podcast before the roast happened. And that was expertly done. For Thank those of you, you who, you. yeah, for those of you who are able to get through that and not completely lose their attention. <laughs> yes, his brother's going to drop something off in the garage. Yeah. Riveting information. Riveting but stuff. with that, we were saying James, obviously, you know, he's not exactly responding to his birthday texts, uh, all that, you know, quick. Um, so the, the most recent, and James and I have had our incidents where like, we reach out and there's like a, a, a lag in communication. But he's, I feel like James's cell phone is sort of like a black hole, right? You send messages into it, but they're not going to come out. The only time you hear from him is when he's good and ready to do a podcast. And then he'll look at his phone and say, all right, well, I'm going to text XYZ because I want to do something. I really hope that it hasn't been eight months since they last asked me a question. Right? It's just literally like it. it so anyway, with that said, the last time we were here, James, hey, Evan, like, it would really be awesome to get a double date going. Like, I would really like to do that. I'm initiating this. Let's make it happen. And I said, you know what, James? I appreciate your interest in wanting to go on a double date. Here's what I'm going to do. I appreciate your enthusiasm. I'm going to match your enthusiasm. I'm going to send you by the end of the weekend three dates over the course of the next month or two so that we can go on a wonderful double date. I was at a concert that night with Jada, the princess, and literally the lights had gone off. The main act, Nick Carter, was about to come on and I was in my phone finalizing a well-crafted text message to James to show how important it was to me, to let him know not only am I going to get it done by the end of the weekend, fuck it, man, I'm going to get it done before this concert starts while the lights are out. That's how much of a go-getter I am for us. Enjoy this text. Can't wait to hear what you have to say. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a day went by. He's got to talk to Chris, of course. <laughs> you know, a couple of days go by. Everything's fine. I mean, the dates I gave him were, you know, between two to four weeks out. So there was no rush. That was November 12th of 2023. <laughs> this past Tuesday, which was January 23rd of 2024, I get a text message from James. Ladies and gentlemen, the text message didn't say, Dude, I am like so sorry for, you know, not getting back to you about those dates. My bad. It wasn't, hey man, happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. I was thinking about you. You know and what's it, fucked up is I, I really did. <laughs> <laughs> it was none of that. And you know what it also wasn't? It wasn't, hey man, we did that podcast a few months ago. I know how important it is for you for when I send you. You really appreciate it when I send you the links to the shows. Which so I sorry I haven't done know. that. So sorry I haven't done that. But what it was was, hey, man, you open for a pod this weekend? It's like, is this? And I looked at Jada. I go, is this motherfucker serious? Am I ready for a podcast this weekend? How about, A, are we going out to fucking dinner? B, thanks for the birthday greeting. And three, where the fuck are my links? Are you kidding me? But anyway, here we are. I accepted graciously his offer to be here today. I'm so honored. And I just wanted to say for anyone out there who listens, who has felt slighted by James, it's not personal. He said it very clearly. He loves me and I love him. I don't take it personally for a second and neither should you. So Blondie, you're going to have to keep waiting.
but you'll get it. <laughs> you will get it. And, and Jane had a question, actually. You have a question yes, about this. I, I just have All right, one good. question. Do yeah. I need to speak louder? You can hear me? We can no, hear you. Just I, give I, us a little more juice. I can hear Oh, you. let's okay. get the camera let's, for this. It's been uh, on me the entire time. The camera's on. Jane. On her, too? The entire time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. listening. Listening ears. All right, well, let's make fun of James, not me. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the break so, in the fire. You're welcome. It's one important question, right? Yes, just one thing. When you and Chris were dating, getting mm -hmm. to know each other, whatever, is that how you like communicated with him? Like, I just, I don't understand. Like, what got him? No. Communication. I think honestly, if so, if I can do in any way an attempt to not even justify or explain my deficiencies in this area, because frankly, it is uh, a problem. It's an ongoing problem for me um <laughs> it's just that once the thing starts to snowball like i'm not even kidding with you right now now granted many of these are text messages that are part of group chats or maybe messages that don't even necessarily need a response because i read them and it was sort of the end of a conversation or something mm. like that but i have like 90 something unread text messages i believe that right now that's amazing i believe that and the other day when I was talking with Evan about sort of like, you know, getting together for the podcast and kind of like falling back on remembering, looking at his text and being like, fuck, I totally did never respond. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I started to get anxiety. No. Like thinking, no, 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 no. But it has nothing to do with anything. It's just that me, I'm like, I'm so bad at this. I need to figure out a way to not have that be reality anymore you know what i mean like and the good thing is if it never gets to that point then i'm fine like at my current job i just never let my email get as bad as it was at my old job for mm -hmm. example where you know everything gets read looked through even if it's not something that i really need to worry about i at least make sure it's opened by the end of the day i don't want to have any unread emails stuff like that but if i hadn't started out on that tip at the beginning of it so when it comes to Chris and when we were first getting together, um, I just wasn't, I don't know, my life wasn't in that same place. Like, mm. I think, like, okay. right now I'm so, like, insulated with, like, whatever Chris and I have going on mm. that it's kind of like, if I don't respond to a text message right away, I'm going to forget about it, potentially. Mm. And I try to leave them unread, but then I fall into the problem that I'm in right now where I have, like... Nice dozens of unread text messages and it's just a completely poorly maintained system and you know whatever it's a, the, the so problem back then you had better communication skills i think so okay yeah i think i did i think i really did i think i used to have um a better handle on it and you probably had a better handle on him too well that probably is true oh, oh yeah i mean yes. you know it's it's also like anything else it's i think at that point I lived by myself. The only kind of like portal of communication I had with people was through that phone and everything to do with it and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, the other thing is the weird thing now, because now I'm almost like thinking about it. My job is weird in the way that like my phone is almost like my digital assistant. 
So I'm always getting mm. alerts and breaking news stories like from my phone. Got it. But then I almost like kind of like don't want to have anything to do with it. Interesting. The rest of the time. I can hear that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it, it kind of puts a squeeze on some of that more like social downtime use of the phone where maybe I would be being better about texting or something like that. Because half the time if I'm on the like train in the morning... And I don't know how good people are about this kind of thing. Like, I worry about texting people if it's too early. You know what I mean? But then I fall myself into that same pattern I'm mm. talking about where it's like, well, I don't want to text them now. I'll text them later. Yeah, yeah. And then I forget. Or I don't think to get back to them because the text is already read or something like yeah. that. Well, a couple so, of things can happen here. First off, I can do my part. Instead of saying, hey, brother, like good hanging with you I could start the text in all caps and say breaking news and maybe trick you into thinking it's a it's a work text wait a second <laughs> breaking news hold on we're free for dinner uh, and in the other way what I can tell you not that this helps you with all of your hundreds and thousands of friends but um, my phone is like off when I'm asleep so you can text me at, if you're hard at four in the morning mm -hmm. right and you're thinking about going out to dinner with mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. right well, sometimes people, oh you know, it's charged in some way, erect. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you wake up erect. I know. Yeah. It'll happen. You had to throw that in there. Well, do you just know that send me a text. Turn the phone off and talk. Yeah, you can text me at four in the morning. That'd really? be totally fine. Yeah. Huh? If my phone is off or on do not disturb, it means I don't want to be disturbed. So you send me but the message and I'll get to it. Right? You do do not disturb. No, I turn it off. Physically I physically turn it off. Really? And throughout the day, oftentimes I have one do not disturb. I don't know. God forbid, some emergency or something. Oh, now you're going to get her riled up. Don't even get me started. I. Hate, and hate is a strong word. I yeah. Mean, that he has his phone off. Why well, do you put a little muscle behind your voice here? What's what? going on? We what can do you barely want me hear to you. Scream! I don't understand. There you go. It's a good right. point. Yes, yeah, That's a good um, point. <laughs> I love this. I one. don't turn off my phone because my fear is, God forbid, something happens. Yeah. With one of my family members. Right. In the middle of the night, him. You know, like. Right. And I've I had do not know. disturb before, but then I yes. have the like list of contacts that it still rings. Mm. Favorites, that's anyway. What I have. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. I like that. Um. But I, you know, that's. Neither here nor there. Yeah. It's just, but th frankly, let me just say first and foremost that there is no excuse. What a good guy you are. I'm, if there's anything I ever told, you want to go back to Chris and when we first got together and kind of like, whatever. No, I wasn't ever that bad texting with him. <laughs> Can you imagine? Because that would have never worked. Maybe you'd have to ask him, actually. That's one of the reasons I was wondering. For the true details. Okay. Um, but I will say that I definitely told him early on that I'm one of the least organized people you'll ever meet. I love life. that. Like that I'm terribly badly organized. Like come into my apartment, you'll see these like stacks of papers from my old job. And I'm like, I'm not sure if I should get rid of those. Maybe I need them. You know, like, <laughs> and it's sort of like it has some hoarder tendencies to it, which he's helped me get really better at. I throw Good. things away now. It's nice, not nice, like, nice. you know, the same thing that it was for me in that respect. Okay. Well, you're um, honest with him, transparent. I mean, that's all we can ask for, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess so. And let the record... aware that you have this... Right. Efficiency. And I told him also, I said, I need someone who's going to do laundry. I just... And does he do it well? I, yeah. I mean, like, I sometimes, you know, a lot of the time I'll do the washing and drying, but I don't fold. Okay. I'm a bad folder. I can and I don't see put clothes away. I will dress out <laughs> of my hand, out of my folded clothes in the hamper yeah. for the week until they're I love that. again. That's great. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I used to have, like, stacks of folded clothes on my office chair in my apartment. And get dressed. I'm telling you, I, I, I. That's awesome. What can I say? Yeah, no, that's great. And, and the digital, yeah. the digital hoarding is what's my new thing with the and, lack of texts okay. and the emails and the even voicemails. You know, where I'll get like, you know, people who say, "Oh, your voicemail's full." Like, you know, it's, 
Oh, that's you're one you know of them. I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. It's embarrassing. Yeah. And again, you joke, and I appreciate the joke. Yeah, thank but you. But it's not friends. It's who knows what the hell it is. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, it's it's the car dealership calling and leaving a message and, you know, the some other spam thing. And, yeah, you know, yeah. we, we can change your car insurance, you know, and, like, save money on heating. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily go in and delete that shit, which the normal person would do. Right. And for anyone listening, they go, Evan, this guy... Evan, like, I thought their co-host, the guy sounds very aggressive. Like, it sounds like he fucking hates the, the host. Like, what kind of relationship is this? To the new listeners out there, Jade and I love this man. There's nothing yeah. but love. And we're just having a good time. I have plenty, plenty of deficiencies. You could devote an entire three-episode we'll thing that Jada... Maybe we'll do some episode. Maybe Jada and I will do an episode yeah. where we talk about some things that Evan... She would so. have a ball with that. And I, I know I have deficiencies. We play around with this but, one because it's funny. But let me also just say that um, it is kind of funny when you think about it that of my closer friends, of which I include you I include you uh, my cousin John Appleseed who's been on the show many oh, yeah. a time obviously um, he is similar in the sense that one of his pet peeves is people who are bad at communicating uh, people who aren't punctual when it comes to hanging ah. out uh, people who just kind of like aren't good about staying in touch. So he and I would get along. Yes. Until I probably say something to offend him. But we'd get along, it sounds very well. Right, because I think that did happen one time on an episode, right? It it might have, but it wasn't intentional. Of course not. And I apologize again. Absolutely, and we always do. Um, But it's just funny that, you know, somehow I'm able to get past that pet peeve with multiple people. Because you're so lovable. I guess that's it. You're like a furry bear, and... The gayer you are, oh the more sort of lovable you are right, in a way, right? Because right? right. you're you're a lover of all genders. It doesn't right. even matter. You're just a teddy bear. But Anyone I, can buy you. But I do. Have, <laughs> <laughs> but I do have to say that I feel increasingly self conscious about it because <clears throat> I've said I've come to the conclusion over my course of years living that aloofness can actually sometimes go to the level of dickishness. With the wrong so, person, but you're not one. So, I will say that I need to try to be a lot more cognizant of trending that line of being so aloof or out of touch that it comes, it actually crosses the line towards being a dick. I well, lucky. love how, like, self-aware you are and the account of, you know, you're taking account of <laughs> That's a slight dig at me, by the way. Honestly, That's a dig at me. You're, you're off the hook. If you can take accountability... For being a that's poor communicator, but you I, know what? You know what? You you're owning it. And you know why that's funny to me though is that I think that I don't necessarily look at it the same way because the way I was raised was I was always good with the way my parents would be about mm-hmm. taking accountability and so on and so forth. But yes. my mom would say, "It's not okay to be <laughs> to say sorry if you don't mean it, which <laughs> means that you're not going to do it again." <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Like, I, gotta, I think I got to show you guys something at this point. That's for it fair. To be beyond just the, uh, you know. But I appreciate yeah, what you said. The first step is, you know, self awareness. Sure. Second step is accountability, and then you can start putting it into yeah. action. So yeah. let me say, uh, James is a true uh, gentleman, a great sport, and we're just yes. so happy to be here. Thanks for letting us get that off our chest. Absolutely. There's nothing but love between us. Well, good. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. But I do know that um, we are going to via Chris, who, as I said, actually is a good. Or at least oh, I implied sure. is a good yeah. organizer. Well, I got he, Chris's I, number. He's going to help 
facilitate our yeah. next dinner. I got Chris's number when we first arrived because I wanted to be able to set plans with him moving forward just on the dinners, right? Exactly. But I was a gentleman. As I started to get the number, I backed off. And I, I asked you, right? I said, James, is it all right that I'm getting your husband's number right now? Because yeah. in some circles, I could get smacked for this. Well, it's funny because there's some TV show he's watching. Oh, he's, he's watching. I don't know if you've heard of this show, Jade. It's old. But Chris has been getting into, like, old shows lately. Like, he watched Gilmore Girls. Mm. He had never seen that before. I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Now he's watching Pretty Little Liars is the name of the show. I've heard of it, but I didn't watch that. And in that show, there's a moment where the girl is freshly dating someone and then introducing them to their friends and all this kind of thing and gets the number of one of their friends while in the course of... And I Mm. thought to myself while watching, and I'm like, what's the big deal? They're probably just trying to make sure that they can do friendly hangouts and stuff like right. that. And Chris said, nah, but that's not the implication of what happened there. And I said, okay, Oof. all right. So, so anyway, it? when you brought that up, I thought to myself, oh, pretty little liars. But Interesting. I, again, took it as more of facilitating friendly meetups. Okay, so you assumed, I think correctly, that it had nothing to do with a romantic interest exactly. or any slick, right. shady behavior. It was not simply just... Just yeah. making sure, because you don't want to be disrespectful to a man's man. No, you don't. You don't. Yeah. I mean, that's the last thing you want to do. Or to a man's woman or a woman's whatever. man. Or yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever. you know, and of course, we're not getting like overly possessive here. This is not. No. You know, we'd like to apologize. No, and if you want to get yeah, Jada's number at the end, you're welcome to do that. Person, you know, and that's fine. And, you know, like, <laughs> maybe I just need some recipes, you know, that kind of. Um, what movie are you guys going to? We're going to go see uh, our first in theater romantic comedy in a long time called Anyone But You. I believe is what it's called, oh. Sydney Sweeney and some other guy. Yeah. I mean, it seems like a middle of the road sort of. Well, who's isn't there someone? I, I know who Sweeney is, but isn't there someone else of a sort of bigger star power? Is there? In that? Maybe the guy. I'll, I'll look up the actors right now, but I I don't Anybody, know who else yeah. is in it. It seemed like a throwaway choice because we were just sort of stuck for something to do and we hadn't been to the theater in a while. Yeah. Uh, anyone but you. Like if I could spell, that'd be great. But maybe the guy is popular. I'd never heard of him before, but. Cast. Here we go. The main guy is named Glenn Powell. I don't know who that is. Oh, no. That doesn't really... And I don't recognize any of the other names, uh, so far at least. Yeah. I mean, I don't know any of these people. The only one I knew was Sydney Sweeney, and she seems to be listed first. But, I mean, who knows? I mean, it should just be a fun way to spend an hour, 45 minutes, snuggle up to the love of my life, you know, give her a couple (laughs) smooches. Oh my god! <laughs> but anyway, as one is as one is wont to do, when, I feel watching a rom com. We've only got about thirty minutes here. I feel so guilty. You probably have two hours worth of material, and I've spent the first half hour busting your balls. Why don't you start? No, sh- I, I, Come you on. know, I really don't have a ton of material, and actually, right now, I'm, I'm annoyingly having a tech issue when it comes to getting to it on oh. my notes. It, basically, <clears throat> forever. Anybody who's watching the video can see the camera's kind of like. Sh- turning off and turning on. It is. Well, for me, because I'm trying to get to my notes and then be able oh, to open oh. them on the laptop. You know and how... And it's just not, you know, they, not working. While you're doing that, there's, you know, the LGBTQIA2S+, and all that yeah, stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, everyone, you know, people are proud of what they are. And a lot of people are proud of what they represent, the causes they stand for. What if, like, straight people took it upon themselves to sort of have their own community they could be proud of and if we're straight that would be s we don't even have to come up with a logo or anything 
let's just have a bunch of straight people buy like Superman t-shirts. Okay. Right? Yeah. No, I'm serious. That's going to be the new thing. And if you rock the Superman t-shirt with the S, you're saying you're part of the straight community. So, for example, I'm a guy. Please try not to come up to me and start hitting on me. I, I, I won't be too upset about it. Yeah. But you're barking up the wrong tree because I got the S on my chest. Right. Do you think that kind of thing would be a good idea? Instead of a rainbow, you wear the rainbow to the party and I'll wear the S. I think that the S is not a bad move, actually. I right? Think that the S could definitely, uh, you know, accomplish some things. Good. In the sense that people might think, oh, uh, you're just a big, you know, superhero fan. And then if they ask you about that, you could just say, actually, no, I'm straight. Right. It's a conversation starter. Right. It is. It's a, it's a conversation starter. Okay, And good. it's sort of like, you know... Uh, also potentially a way to avoid any awkward interactions. You know what I mean? Like right. if people see you wearing a uh, shirt that has a Superman logo on it, yeah. maybe they think to themselves, oh, okay, it could be a superhero fan. And then they'll ask you about that. And then you say, yeah, you know, I like Clark Kent. I like this, that, the other. But they're certainly not going to think like, oh, this guy's gay. Right. Because he's wearing a superhero shirt. Right. They would not they think They would that. think, oh, no, he's straight. They was not. Superman. And I was so happy uh, on that topic to have heard one of my favorite um, sort of LGBTQ like sort of categories the two spirit two spirits my favorite oh yeah, yeah. we talked about that once we did two talk spirit about that once. is sort of like a man or I guess a woman a person who has two spirits inside them a male spirit and a woman's spirit and the two spirit was referenced I can't even remember when it's been so long but it was either on a news broadcast or in an article I read the two spirit got some real love and I couldn't have been more thrilled. I felt like I was finally being given a voice. I was finally able to share my story. Um, I, I remember that. I remember that you were actually feeling kind of, you identified with that. I can see the two-spirit being the case. Because sometimes I do like these silly dances in the house. And Jada says, no, Evan, that dance is not it. She says, not it for you. I go, what do you mean? She goes, that's something that like, you know, like a woman would be doing. And I said, well, that doesn't seem fair. Can, can you He's do... not allowed to do it in public. Oh, okay. I was oh, going to ask if it was possible. That's called... No. That's called... That's the acronym SIT. When she says SIT in a public place, she's saying suppress your inner truth. And that's when I have to stop dancing. Because I'll do it on the seaside boardwalk. I'll do it in the mall. Well, that's... The grocery store. And I'm like, oh my God, what is this guy She doing? knows. She can't. As soon as the limp goes wrist and I start sort of oh, like yeah. flickering my, my hand back and forth, yeah, yeah, she yeah. knows the legs are going to follow and yeah. it's not going to be good. Yeah. And, and so you, you will do it in public. Of course. It's just that she'll quickly tell you no. Quickly. No. Yeah, I mean, I just start. Some sometimes you just feel the spirit hitting. I totally get it. You know, Thank what's you. funny is yesterday Chris and I went to look at bed frames in Bob's because people might not know this if they're new to the podcast, and maybe I've never talked about this on the podcast. But Chris and I, believe it or not, we share a full mattress. So do we. So do we. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Chris is tall though. I don't know if that matters. And you're a little. I'm, I'm shorter, so like the length of it doesn't have any problem for me. Yeah, but. You know, but he doesn't like his 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 feet aren't like dangling. Off yeah, the edge. yeah, yeah. Okay, so he can make it with a. With but yeah, we do fine with a full. Yeah. Honestly, I think queens are overrated. Person, unless you have a big space for it. But yeah. I would never want a big queen and a. I want more space in the room, person. Right. Yeah. But right. tell me more. Well, so anyway, so we've decided to go with the queen. Good for you. Uh, They're not a waste of space, by the way. I was just kidding. Yeah, right. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> nice catch. Um, and so we need a bed frame because we got the mattress from Satva. I don't know if you've heard of this. Satva. I can't say I've heard of it. It's that. a, I think, a new brand, but I, it, frankly, 
it's very funny to me that I'm actually getting a mattress from Satva because they have these commercials. They like advertise on NPR. They're like, you know, every mattress we birth. And, oh, and the, wow. It doesn't sit in a cold, you know, septic warehouse somewhere. We birth it so, and send it to your home. So you, you know, sort so of it's like very kind of like crunchy and, you know, hippie or whatever. Oh, that's but, amazing. But they're very nice mattresses and they're kind of like more affordable than like a Tempur-Pedic or something like yeah. that. That's what we have. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So we, um, uh, we're going to look at bed frames and bombs and they're playing music. So I was doing a little dance, oh. in, including in between the rug. We are looking at rugs as well. So I was spreading out the rugs and going in. Oh, that's awesome. And stuff. And I, Chris was like, he what are you doing right now? Like, figured, stop. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and Wow. Yeah. And he, this obviously is not something that Jada would ever say to you. But Chris said to me, since it was a Saturday, he said, a little too much smoke. Did you have a little too much Oh, smoke? wow. Now, I didn't think so. You know, I was just enjoying But there had been some involved. A slight bed in the Fair morning. Enough. You know. Wait. You know what this reminds me of? Going what? back to the communication. What? Remember I said that's probably why he's a poor communicator? Oh, she's whispering for some no, reason. Oh, but... so you're saying the weed might have something like, to do with it. He's probably a little, like, burnt. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 she said it seriously. No, seriously. Like, yeah. I don't no, know disrespect. Smoke, no disrespect. No disrespect. No disrespect. And they're a little shot. There's nothing wrong yeah. with it, but I was like, maybe that's what it is. And know? since we're going to talk about this, how much time do we have? Since we're going to get into Sopranos. Uh, oh, yeah, we have yeah, to do that. All due respect is something you might say. And, and, all and, yeah. right. She says respectfully. respectfully. Right, and all I'm saying is, all due respect. You know, because that's <laughs> how you might say it in the uh, Italian Dude, New Jersey parlance. Our next double date, if we feel the spirit, let's see if we can get on get a quick, a quick like little gay dance going before yeah. our, our significant others get yeah, the shit yeah. out of us. Okay, good. Now, what I like is that if I see the limp wrist, yeah, I know. With the lift, the list. Okay. No, the, when the, 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 no, I'm just saying okay. when the wrist goes limp. It oh, doesn't, can I just can I stop you before before yeah, you yeah, yeah. before you do anything? Yeah, I'm not gonna do it. Okay. I'm just gonna say. Is there a level at which you can get to? Can you show us part of it without do the having wrist part. to do it? Just without, the wrist part. That, so that your body the won't be forced to go in. Okay. If the wrist goes limp like this, I'm gonna see how it looks on camera. Right. If it goes like this, right. That could just mean like I'm stretching out or right, like right, I don't yeah. know like I'm looking up a little tendonitis. Something's up, but as soon as I start like going like this, I start oh, shaking it back uh -huh, and forth. Uh -huh. If I start the f I start shaking it, uh -huh. then once it starts going like this, uh -huh. once it's at this tempo, right? Be careful because the be legs careful. are coming. The legs are coming. The legs are gonna follow, and then what's happening is you're gonna have a full-on routine. Yeah. It might involve like a spin, a yeah. twist. And My you, hand you, might go up in the air. And Jada, when you say it's a little sus. You're saying it's a little questionable what it is that he's doing. It's very questionable. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to say it on camera because I'm a little bit more like reserved. Mm -hmm. But if the camera want to whisper? Off, no, I can't do it on the camera. <laughs> Should I? Move, would you like me to move the camera slightly? No, so I, just, oh, I just don't want like, to say it. Why don't whisper? Say it on camera, but why don't you whisper it? You can whisper. Looks gay. Oh, he looks very. And, like, and that's what's, what I'm pumped about is that I wanted to ask and the thought quickly left my mind and I forgot to ask you is isn't that what the word sus means yes oh, for me yes uh, alright so for there's sus and then what about um, would you say when he's doing that dance in any way is he zesty while he's doing it is that is that also a term I that love used? that word that can definitely be used you know that, that means yeah, that yeah. means gay to an extent oh yeah. zesty yeah. I but think zesty really in the same context I think yeah. zestfully right? clean like the bar is no, so no actually there's something within the parlance that means gay oh when cool. using zesty mm -hmm. like I don't but I don't think I'm, I'm sure it's not a perfect match like sus yeah. is almost zestful. perfectly yeah you know. oh I'd love to be called zesty though that sounds I like something know. to shoot for oh my god 
See, that's not what she was looking to hear. But like when I'm like in the rhythm, like we're talking, like the hand will go from like my my thigh, my thigh yeah. to high up in the sky and up and down, and then the hips start moving and the knees start touching. It it gets intense. Right now, what I would say is we probably crossed past sus, and now we're at zesty. I'm I'm hip to that. And it's it's really bad because he does it sometimes like nude. That's even worse. It's like that. Also even, true. Like I'm like you ha- you can't. Yeah. Like, now do you, you does it actually? If it were done in that sense, would it cross over past annoyance to actually be a turnoff? Is it a turnoff to an extent? You can be honest. <laughs> you can be honest. I mean, like, it's not honest. like, it doesn't turn me off because I know who he is, right? right. But um, maybe to a certain extent it right. does. We can't say it turns you on. Because it's striking, <laughs> well, doesn't turn me on. It's strikingly <laughs> unmasculine in a sense, what he's yes, doing. Yes, yes. They're yes. highly unmasculine. Because I've got, you know... I'm, is that is that part... I feel like I'm a therapist right now. But is that partly why you embrace that to an extent? You're talking about your two-spirit thing. Is that somehow, <laughs> like, you know, you just enjoy how sus You know, I, maybe I got a little bit from my dad, because my dad has a little silly streak in him as well. <laughs> yeah. But there's just, for me, something about, like, especially when you're behind closed doors and, you know, you're stripped down. Let's say you haven't shaved your chest or stomach hair. You've just got this big burly look going on. You just worked out, so you're flexing. You're getting ready to hit the shower. There's something almost, I don't know, like um, freeing right. about just being able to be totally silly yeah. and just let let the rhythm hit you in the dumbest of ways that you would never want anyone to see right. but it's just sort of silly like and for some reason you're almost trying to make yourself laugh like how silly and dumb I totally can these it. movements be yeah to be, to be clear I get it and I wonder if more men out there than you might think do maybe you know what I mean like maybe behind closed doors everyone's doing a little bit of a there's even a dance that I do that, that Jada actually does herself. Really? She does it yeah. to make because fun of me. But she's oh. as good at doing it as me. It's sort of, be good at so it. it's almost like catchy. The, the dance is almost catchy. It is. She's amazing at it. It's almost like if you could imagine a Tyrannosaurus Rex trying to do some kind of Latin salsa type dance okay. and not do it incredibly so the well. The arms are sort of stunted. Somehow. The arms are stunted and like sort of cocked. Yeah. And the knees and the, t- the T-Rex is walking forward and backwards. And it's sort of like a T-Rex doing like yeah. a, a dance. But yeah. me doing it nude or not nude, it comes across as incredibly zesty, I yeah, would say. But when she does it, it's freaking hilarious. Yeah. Because she could get away with it. She's right. just a prissy woman. Yeah, 100%. And, it's and that's the thing. Like what, something that a woman might do would otherwise be sus right. if it was done by a man. But when she does it, it's just cute and funny. Exactly. When I do it, it's like, and what feminine. in the hell? Right. And when, especially when I'm nude, I got these uh, BBBs. I'm like, oh my God, like, he looks so sexy. Like, I'm like, oh my... And he starts doing that dance. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, like, yeah. Right. Like, what are we doing here? Like, yeah, I'm it's like, almost like if you had, like... And you, like, do that dance. Like, what are... Right, and, like you have like a nice like cream sauce that's going to go on the pasta, yeah. and then you just like pour like right. like yeah. orange juice into it. Right, and I'm a triple B. Right, they call it a triple B, a big bald bull. Oh right. God. So when I'm getting ready to hit the shower, and you see these big cow balls sort of dangling, oh it's natural for her to say like start licking her lips and saying, "Oh my God, like what a man I have!" Right. 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 And she's probably getting a little hot under the, you know, oh, getting right. a little, getting right. a little primed up. But all of right. a sudden, that dance really happens. Yeah, and then the dance happens. Like, oh yeah, no, totally. <laughs> yeah, but that's good. Like maybe in essence, you know, your machismo is helped keep in check a little bit. And she's not always just, oh my gosh, you know, man crazy because she's like, yeah. But at the same time, the dance. It's almost like a palate cleanser. Yeah. You know I mean, like it's okay. Like, oh, okay. That's right, but the dance, oh, Evan, 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 the dance. <laughs> yeah. It keeps the yin and the yang. I like that. 
You see? I, mean, I never looked at it that way. But yeah. There's always a fresh perspective. Yeah. Always a fresh perspective. perspective. But with time, why don't we get to some of this Italian right, stuff? Right, because so that's important. Some of this other stuff. Well, first of all, let, we got time. We got 20 minutes yeah, to yeah. through all the different various crap that I have. Um, did you guys cover everything that you wanted to? I would say so. Thanks for the mic. Yeah. You're amazing. No, we're good, right? Yes. Okay. Thank you. So um, we talked about the buzz before the bick, which is my hairstyle. Looks now. great. We're buzzing it, and then we're going to bick it. When we both have the shaped head, though, let's actually rub tips. The head tip. Let's rub our sus? heads together. No, just no, real quick. Like to feel the smoothness. Either sus, sus. or zest. Would, like, yes. would you be open to it, though? Rubbing tips. Just quickly. You have to stop saying that. I, um, oh. Right. Like, oh, okay. Right. Oh, but, but the hair, crazy. we, we, we okay. may, we'll be able to recreate this from like a photo perspective, but I don't think we'll talk, we won't call it rubbing tips. Okay, we won't. All right, so, uh, this was great. I got a message from your mom, Wendy. Great. And she's obviously doing well in Texas. She said she loves the people. Good, and, good. You good. know, she's enjoying herself, all this kind of stuff. Um, but she sent me a video talking about how Australian people will often go to the store barefoot. That like they kind of do that everything barefoot. Video. Jada showed me that video. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that it's just kind of a thing they do. It's mm -hmm. cultural, right? So I happened to be in Dunkin' Donuts recently, and they were playing like radio overhead, but it was like real radio. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it was Charlemagne the God and his talk okay. show, which I think is the Breakfast Club. Yeah. So um, they had somebody on. And they were talking about this person, the caller was saying that they had seen someone barefoot at the airport and that it was a white person barefoot at the airport. And they were sort of like all just laughing and losing it and talking about this savage and all that's such yeah. a savage thing to do and all this kind of thing. And, and I was the only um, white person in this Duncan at the time. <laughs> That'll happen. And I felt a little bit uncomfortable, actually, because everyone's talking about the savage, savage, wearing the big... And I'm like, oh, God, you know what I mean? Like, is it really that much of a concern? Like, you know, right. like, white people go in places barefoot? And then I literally get this video, Amazing. like, two days later, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess uh, it kind of is. It could have been it. But, I mean, not that we can say Australia <laughs> is a facsimile for, like, American white people, but, I mean... Right, I you agree. Know, uh, it's just a thing that they do there. It is. And then it also talked about how they curse a lot, yes. Australians. That's amazing that I saw yeah. this thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that even using the C word yeah. is not a big deal. It's a term of endearment. Right, yeah. Yeah. which is kind That's of amazing to me. And it makes me think of back in the day, your mom would often use the term, I don't necessarily remember, you know, the C word, yeah. but I do remember her throwing bastard in there a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? She loved the use of bastard. Oh, it's a real bastard. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but in, a, in an endearing way, almost yeah. like a, the dog. You know what I mean? Dude. Talking about the dog is a real bastard. Right. So it, it was interesting to me to see that kind of in Dude. video form, and I'm saying, yeah, that's the Wendy I know. I guess I'm a little more Australian than I thought because when I was in India training for my job a few years back. Uh, some guy like uh, something happened and he like hurt himself or something and I said oh you poor bastard yeah. and one of the supervisors pulled me aside and said oh be careful with that word <laughs> it's you know very very mean and I'm like oh I have no idea like here I am just having a conversation well, you would think like in, a, in, a, in India right with the caste system if you don't have a father if you're a actual technical bastard maybe that's like Oh, a really big deal. I guess so. You know what I mean? So you threw yeah. that out there kind of in a casual ball bus thing here in America. I guess people might know what that word actually yeah, means. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. But Good most point. of the time it's like, 
you're a rap scallion. You know what I mean? Like, oh, what a bastard. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, and that's, that's the way great. you were using it. Yeah, and, and kudos to my mom. I mean, I do find the whole barefoot thing to be very strange. It's not something I do. Yeah. But, I mean, she could literally walk over coals and be fine. Her feet are like cinder blocks. <laughs> no, legitimate cinder blocks. I mean... Her, I mean, her shoes, her sneakers would be would break apart more than anything else. On her foot would break apart if it's on the. And the considering the fact that she grew up in Australia, yeah, maybe that's got something to do with it. Absolutely, I mean it's very very impressive, and we miss you, Kaki. She's a listener. We do. She's a listener. Jed, do you miss Kaki? Very much. And we miss Wooly, our favorite little yes. puppy. That so uh, now he has. is he down? Oh, Wooly. Wooly, Julie. We I call her Wooly. She's beautiful, beautiful little puppy that she's got down there in Texas. We miss her terribly. Oh, Andy, too. And my brother, obviously, but my brother's not a dog, but yeah. I well, see, at first I thought Wooly was the nickname for Andrew. And oh, no. <laughs> no, I miss my mom, my brother, of course. Yeah. But we're just uh, thinking about Wooly now, because yeah. Wooly's a part of my mother, always attached to her. Yeah, head. yeah, yeah. So they're a package deal. Uh-huh. Well, we're going to have to have her call in sometime soon. That would be wonderful. She's done it before. She's only an hour behind. And as we saw, it's not that... Big a deal for me to get a phone call. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that was amazing. That's the highlight of the episode. Yeah, now we know how to do it. Um, so I've got some audio clips that I wanted to play. Okay. And I think maybe the best way to do it is to try to just do it off the computer. I'll put them back in you know, post-production. Sure, sure. Um, so that they sound better. Uh, but let me see if I can is get this, this up. Is this part here. of the Sopranos? No, this oh, okay. is not. This is where I every at my job, the the host of the radio show from one to three. His name's Greg Kelly. He used to be on Fox. His dad is the former commissioner of the NYPD. Oh, cool. um, so he brings me on the air, uh, pretty much every day to talk about some news story. I'll say like, oh, bring James in here to talk about that fire, or that robbery, that cop who got oh. shot, whatever. Oh. You know what I mean? Something about. The news. So, oftentimes, uh, it'll be where he'll ask me about what's going on this weekend, or what did you do this weekend, or something like that. And I'll say, oh, I was with my husband, Chris. And again, this is a conservative radio station. So, he'll always, almost always go, oh, you know, like, kind of like, <laughs> get like stunned. And of course, he knows now. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. made the joke. And once we get off the air, he's always like, that wasn't too much, right? And I'm like, no, no, no. But he'll always like be like, why don't you say uh, Chris? Because that way it could kind of go either way. And <laughs> So he was taking some calls because he and I had talked about gay marriage that day. I love gay marriage. Um, and, you know, from a biblical perspective and like all that kind of stuff. So I'll, I'll play this clip here and hopefully you guys can hear it. If okay. not, I'll have to figure something else out. Okay. But uh, I couldn't help but comment on that, that conversation you had with James about girls gone wild. You see, the thing is... Girls gone wild, if somebody indulges in that, that could be straightened out through marriage, okay? If you live with somebody or something, you could straighten that out by marrying them. You can't do that in a gay relationship, which is sinful from the beginning. And let me interject real quickly and explain what the girls gone wild. Greg was comparing gay marriage to his previous love of, like, girls gone wild and, like, sort of like debaucherous videos and stuff. Hilarious. You know what I'm saying? He's, yeah, just, he's like, I'm not going to have the, the bishop bless my watching of, of Girls Gone Wild. You know that's what I mean? That's great. Like, but the bishop's blessing gay marriage and stuff like that. That's you know, pretty so. funny. Okay. If he, uh, if James was saying that he, uh, you're going to compare a committed relationship to Girls Gone Wild. Well, just because you have a committed relationship doesn't make it a marriage. I mean, I had a committed relationship with my Cocker Spaniel for 13 and a half years. Had she lived till 50, right, I would have been with her every... All right, that's a little bit different. All right, that's a little bit different. Your Cocker Spaniel's not a human being. Forgive me, but your tone 
and the way you came at this and the Cocker Spaniel reference, you're going to turn off people who might be who have an open heart right now. This is kind of long. I, uh, I want to see if I can jump ahead to. This is very well pl- planned out, of course. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. obviously. What else would you, would you expect? Anything less? Yes, hello, Greg. Uh, the gentleman can't create life. Okay. And so that should be the bottom line. What? Gee, you said that in even less than nine seconds. Why'd you make a big stink about all the time you needed? I'm just busting your chops, Sherman. All right. So tell me, what church do you go to? Not what specific. Church? What, what church? I mean, do you go to church? You go to a Baptist church? You go to why, Methodist? Why do you ask Mr. Flip in that? Like, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like you're mad at me because basically I'm calling up making well, a legitimate. Well, no, no. You called. You said I suck right off the bat. And Flippin didn't say anything about me sucking. All right? So, you know, I, I just, I don't, that's the thing. And I think Flippin did mention that he's a Catholic. I think. So, Sherman, I'm trying to be nice to you. I want to end this on a good note. But we can. We don't have to end as friends. I mean, um, all right, I'll give you the final word one more time. The final word is respect everybody, and that goes to Mr. Flippin. But the bottom line is two men can't create life. Have a nice day. All right, thank you, Sherman. All right, well, I, obviously I did a really bad job of editing all this. That was great. I just have to apologize. But I That's do okay. have this one clip that I did cut out, which was somewhere within that. We should call an episode one time Finding Clips. <laughs> Mr. Flippin can't create life. Him and his lovely, probably a lovely guy, his lovely husband. <laughs> so that clip was the one I really wanted to get. Oh, that's that great. great. His lovely husband. I was dying when I heard that. That's great. Him and his lovely, probably a lovely guy, his lovely husband. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. And you do have a lovely husband. It didn't. It, it wasn't worth the payoff. No, it was worth the payoff. What are you going to do? I love you. Um, so, okay, what else do we have here? The Sopranos thing that I wanted to do. We should just get into that. Yeah, I've been. I'm. St- I used to. I've been studying Italian again. I studied it in high in college, and I've been you know re sort of learning it uh, over this Duolingo app. Been doing it for the past year and a half, mm-hmm. so I'm certainly in the rhythm enough where this is a great time to find out if I use any slang. Okay. As well. So one of them actually is an Italian word that has been sort of like co-opted into American Italian slang. Okay. And I'm curious if you ever use this one. Pretty ubiquitous if you've ever uh, listened to or watched The Sopranos. Okay. Maron. If you were to say like you know like something bad just happened or like you know oh this is a bad situation if you were to say Maron. I do not say that. You do My not family say that. says it. Your family does. Okay, she's got a big Italian yeah, family as well. Italian. Okay, so you can yeah. clearly... So you know about the Maron. Mm-hmm. I know of it. I don't say it, but your you family says it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Now, would you ever refer to anyone as a faccia bruta? Would you ever use the term faccia bruta? No. I believe that's like a... I think it's something like ugly face. It is. Yeah, ugly yeah. face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Facha we Bruta. don't really use that. We use something worse, my family. Oh, okay. Oh. I don't know if I can say that. Why you miss? Well, how, how about this? Facha de Mijia. Oh, it's wow. A dick, like a dick face. Oh, oh. dick face. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. We use that one. Okay. I don't know. Well, what about this one I actually just recently heard on an episode of The Sopranos? Skifuza. Skifuza. That's an ugly woman. No, ugly woman. I would never say that in this Obviously, no. No, I don't. But if you were going to say, for example... If you had been talking about Jada, right, and in the context of The Sopranos, they had this FBI agent who tried to infiltrate things, and 
she, it didn't work out necessarily because, in the word of this FBI agent, she made Christopher Moltisanti hard. He was attracted to her. Mm-hmm. So the FBI guy, the director said, what, you want we should not hire nothing but scafoos? So uh, that's how I heard that. I have not, I have not used that, that one. Okay. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Uh, how about Stu Gatz? No, I, no I, I mean, I hear Dave would probably say that. Yeah. Um, I, I don't say that. Okay. No. Stroons. That's a jerk. That's somebody who's kind of, you know. I'm, I'm not. I've uh, heard that one before. Okay. I, I definitely have heard that one before. Uh, nothing like a word for you know like ugats. Which heard it, but I would no. never okay. use it. And again, that's in the Sopranos. The scene that I love is when wow. the guys talking about they're fighting over con- collecting off this you know uh, landscaping route or something like that. Okay. And the one guy says, "Well, you're not following the old rules." And the guy says, "Good thing your rules mean ugats to me." Oh wow. <laughs> So, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then this is not really a slang term. It's just something that is a pastry, a stroyadel. Do you ever have you ever? I'm not even a pastry guy. It? No. It's I a, guess I've heard the. Sh- it's a lobster tail. So like they. Oh, yeah, it's I, 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 like I, I, I don't even I, like lobster. Lobster tails. I didn't know that they. I don't know what yeah. There's two ways. S F O G L I T E L L E. So it's you know one of those like the. There's two ways that uh, a lot of um, Italian Americans will say I'm not really Italian. I mean, I love pizza, pasta. I, I you know try to speak the language. I, I study it and all that. Mm-hmm. But two areas that I don't work. I don't like you know um, cannolis and lobster tails. I don't like Italian cookies and pastries. Yeah, I'm not really big on them. I'll eat them. It's too heavy for you. No, I just I'm just it, it's not. It doesn't really do it for me. Yeah. If I'm going to eat something that's like a desserty thing, I'd rather make it count. And those things right. for me just aren't good enough. And this is ridiculous, I guess, but I don't say, like, if I want to get, like, a sandwich, I'm not going to say, you know, the mozzarella and brazut and all this bullshit <laughs> like my friend Nick does. My Nick, my buddy Nick is, like, you know, that, like, big, like, you know, like, yeah. you know, Italian-American, yeah. like, guy. I mean, guy even that, I say it that way. But yeah, that's, a lot that's of people do. I grew up with my friends going to the deli. Yeah, it's like, give me a little, give me a little mutz. Yeah, and it's like, it's like, I don't want to get a sausage and peppers. Give me a sausage and peppers. So, how, so, so if you're going to go to a, so let's say you're going to go to a deli, right? Yeah. And let's just say for the sake of argument, you want a sandwich yep. that has chicken cutlets, yep. um, mozzarella cheese, and... Uh, sun-dried tomatoes. Okay. And maybe maybe some lettuce. Let's say arugula. Okay. How are you going to order that if you go to the camp? Those words I, you I, just I'm said. The guy, I'm the guy making the sandwiches. I'm not sure I remembered all that, but I would say, hey, and you're just like some like pasty, pudgy white guy like you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, imagine I, yeah, you. I have a little more melanin in my skin because oh, I'm, it's I'm an Italian, Italian deli. Yeah. Oh, well, if it's an Italian deli, I would probably... I'm not Metagon. <laughs> If it's a regular, if it's an Italian deli and like the people in there are like speaking English, I would probably just, you know, par for the course. I would just sort of keep it consistent. Mm -hmm. I'd say, can I have a chicken cutlet sandwich, please? Right. With fresh mozzarella, sun-dried tomato, Uh and arugula. Whatever the hell you just said. He's very proper. I'm very proper. He doesn't even really use like English. But if, but if, but doesn't that, doesn't that, but doesn't that hit the ear a little bit when you say mozzarella like that? No, I'm, I'm, that's because that's what it is. Like, I mean, it's but, mozzarella I mean, yeah, or mozzarella, you know. Basket. See, but if I'm in an Italian deli, like we have a local one in Nutley, where the guy is like fresh off the boat, right? And I know he speaks Italian even better than English. Right. I'll sometimes try to 
inject a little bit of Italian into the conversation okay. and actually say in Italian. For me, I'm either going to say it properly in Italian or try to, or say it properly in English. I'm not okay. going to say, so give me some mutsa, some mutsa and some prosciutto. Yeah, you don't do the, uh, the whole, you know, kind of New Jersey. No, I'd like to keep it, you know, I like to say the words as they're spelled, as they're meant yeah. to be said, or I'll try to say it in Italian. And sometimes I do, a, you know, a decent job. Mm -hmm. uh, I try, like I'll say, like in Italian, I'll say, io ho bisogno di... Um, uh, una, what how do I say a, a sandwich? Un, pan, or un, un panini mm. di mozzarella, mm -hmm. and I'll say uh, con un pomodori with tomato, okay. uh, and whatever. Yeah. But I'll try to say it in Italian right. as best I can. Yeah, and the yeah, guy, yeah. you know, he understands what I'm yeah, trying to say. Yeah, he appreciates that. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't do the whole like give me, uh, give me some of that prosciutto and then the mutz. Yeah, yeah. And then some other people uh, say, what's that other one for the pasta? It's um. Ah, there's like a pasta one. I can't think of the term, but it sounds crazy. It's a pasta thing or a lasagna kind of thing. I okay. forget what. It, but the way they say, oh, and instead of manicotti, they yeah. say managot. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh. managot. No, manicotte. I can't. Manicotte. I can't. No, I can't do yeah. that. Yeah, what? I don't understand. It's but like a from Essex County, New Jersey. You're yeah, Italian. but that's like that's like some. Like, how would you like, say? If, okay, fine. Within the lasagna, right? Yeah. The really soft cheese that starts with an R. Oh. How do you pronounce that? Well, I would, I would just at a store, I would probably say ricotta cheese, oh. and or I'd say, or I'd say ricotta, or I'd say ricotta. Again, I couldn't be any more Medigan if I tried. I'm, I'm, I'm English. If I'm talking to an American, I'll say ricotta cheese because even, even me, I want to say ricotta cheese. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that's how you would pronounce it. I'd say ricotta if I'm talking to like an Italian guy. But if it's just some like guy that looks like you, he's not. Yeah. Gonna, I'm not going to win any cool points saying it like that. So I'll just say ricotta. <laughs> He'll know what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? <laughs> on some level I really do it nice. also hits the ear in a very harsh way of course I yeah. want it I mean, to be the ricotta yeah. yeah I wouldn't say it like that in in Italy you know right, obviously right, they'd right. like laugh at me like fucking moron over here in America, <laughs> out of America but no I, you know, I try to say the words well uh, as I'll say from the Sopranos one of my favorite lines that Tony they're talking about Columbus Day the whole outrage you know the Native Americans the whole thing and Tony Soprano says in this house, Christopher Columbus is a hero. End of story. So, <laughs> let's leave it at that. And then that. speaking of uh, dairy, since we were talking about mozzarella and ricotta and all that kind of stuff, um, one of the things I realized, <clears throat> there's a few things in life that I do that are like very outwardly gay. And I don't worry about it because I, I can think I of a couple to. things you do that are outwardly gay. Yeah, but okay. oh, those are inwardly. Yeah, you're talking more behind you're right. closed doors. You're right. You're right. You're not, <laughs> I'm talking about out he's in public. Right. Got it. So one of the things I'll do is, A, eat yogurt. I don't have any qualms or problems about eating yogurt, even though I think that would usually be a little light in the loafers. I'll even lick... Light in the loafers? I'll even lick the wrapper off the back. Oh, if there's some yogurt. Yeah, I do there. it. I can do that. I do. Yeah, no one's going to be like, oh, what is that guy, gay? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, So like, I do it too. So the other thing that I do, totally unabashedly, is wear a scarf. I have no problem wearing okay, that's a nice fair. scarf. Yeah. yeah, that's and cool. And again, I think most of the time that might be a little gay. If you're wearing a but, scarf because it's cold, that's one thing. If you're wearing a scarf and you're getting a blowjob at the same time from a man, well, yeah, that's great. That no, there's a difference. That takes it to a different level. There's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> but um, a scarf is cool. I wish oh, I wore okay. more scarves. I have them, but I, I'm always too lazy to bring them. Yeah, like, I always uh, thought that was sort of a... Um, and then last thing before we go here, because we're running out of time. We certainly are. Sorry to say that. Is that there was this story out of California where this girl stabbed her boyfriend 108 I heard about this. What did he do? 
That's of course he asked. Well, that's a funny question. I actually don't know the circumstances uh, other than that she claimed to have had weed psychosis. Yeah, yeah. She claimed that she went into psychosis from having smoked weed, and that's where this came from. And she got like a fairly light parole. sentence, right? She yeah, got yeah, parole. Yeah. So I would just like to say, as the person on the podcast that knows from which I speak, that's total bullshit. There's no such fucking thing as weed psychosis. That bitch <laughs> wanted to stab that guy, and she did. 108 times. But the weed, weed was the weed, though, laced with anything else? No, because here's the thing. Like, there was no other instances of this having happened based off, like, that batch or, like, that... Interesting. You know, whoever she got it from or whatever. Yeah, I so watched... total fucking horseshit. I just want to go on record and say... That's not a thing. I don't know what fucking bullshit scientist they had in that That's crazy. Yeah, well, I, I watched something where they were talking about, like, she probably stabbed them once or twice because she was really pissed off and then thought to herself, shit, I'm going to go to jail for this. My only hope is to stab them about 106 more times and claim insanity. I mean, honestly, yeah, maybe. Right? I could see that happen. Don't get any ideas, love. No, no, of course not. My question is, what did he that's still my question. Uh, there has to be a reason why women don't just stab him for no reason. He did something. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Of course we have 100%. to have... Of course this one's got to yeah. be on the, the broadcast this, for that. This, <laughs> one over, this one over there. No, well, that's wrong. Well, Nobody lucky for me, she would never stab me. No. As uh, they would say again in The Sopranos, word to the wise, you might want to be aware anytime she's around the weed or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Excuse for stabbing you 180 times, at least in California. So yeah, I'll anyway, keep that in mind. Uh, thank you so much for joining us here. Thank on you, this brother. Sorry to episode. cut it short. Oh. No, no, of course. This is great. We got good. what we needed to do. Good. So good, now good. you guys go to the movie and it's going to be a nice little rom-com. Yeah. Uh, nice anybody, little afternoon date. Anybody but you. Yeah. yeah. All right. And we'll see you next time on the Most American Podcast. Woo! Hit it. Yeah. Very good. Oh, my God. oh, is that the... That was awesome, man. Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry to be coming out like the presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Oh, here's your lesson. The most American podcast ever created. Can you show us part of it without the having part. to do it? Just the part. That, so that your body the won't be forced to go in. Okay, if the wrist goes limp like this. I'm going to see how it looks on camera. Right, if it goes like this, right? That could just mean like I'm stretching out or right, like, right, I don't yeah. know, like I'm looking up. A little tendonitis. Something's up. But as soon as I start like going like this, I start shaking it back and uh -huh. forth. Uh -huh. If I start, the f I start shaking it. Uh -huh. Then once it starts going like this, uh -huh. once it's at this tempo. Right. Be careful because the be legs careful. are coming. The legs are coming. The legs are going to follow. And then what's happening is you're going to have a full-on routine. Yeah. It might involve like a spin, a yeah. twist. And My the, hand and, might go up in the air. Jada, when you say it's a little sus, you're saying it's a little questionable what it is that he's doing. It's very questionable. Mm. Um, I'm not going to say it on camera because I'm a little bit more like reserved. Mm -hmm. But if the camera... You want to whisper? No, I can't do it on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Should I move? Would you like me to move? The camera slightly. No, I just don't want to say. Black dude, declare time is over. This has been a flippin' out radio production. The proceeding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at RadioMisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Radio. 
I'm a journalist. My podcast. Podcast? That's still a thing? Yeah, it's very much a thing. You should have a listen. Nope. Oh, see, let's not, let's just stop talking.